the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another, that we may be healed, and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Hello, family. If you've been listening to this message for more than one time, then you are part of the Prayers Heard in Heaven family. Today we're talking about Walk in Great Power. That's the title of today's lesson. God wants you to walk in great power. He wants this for each of us. And He's calling you, child of God, to walk in the blessing, the anointing that He has upon your life. He wants you to take the victory in life's circumstances. But in order to do that, We must cross over to go from where we are to where God wants us to be. He'll open the path for you to follow. Watch what we learn today. Just as he caused the river to stop flowing for the Israelites to cross. Today, I believe that something will be said that will alter your entire life. You'll hear something in this message that brings you to a new place. Because today, I'm going to give you master keys to prayer. Let's approach the throne of grace family. Oh, Father, cause us to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. May deep call us unto deep today. Oh, Father, speak to us that we may hear you. Speak to us, Father, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart may be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Child of God, he is not going to fail you. Watch what God shows you today. I'm in the book of Joshua in the Old Testament of the Bible. Here we find a book of truly amazing adventure. Waters of a river stop flowing so people can cross. The sun stands still so an army can conquer and win a great battle. You'll hear a trumpet blow so loud that it breaks down a great city wall. Did you know that a red rope saved an entire family? Has an angel ever said to you, remove your sandals? Well, you will hear an angel order a soldier to do so, and you won't believe why. The book of Joshua is about courageous soldiers and extraordinary battles. The book of Joshua tells us an astounding story about the Israelites entering the promised land. 
and how it became their home. The promised land had another name. It was called the land of Canaan. God had promised Canaan to the Israelites. Now, God was keeping his word, but the Israelites could have entered the promised land sooner, 39 years before. They were at the exact same place where they could have entered the land, but they didn't believe God to help them. They didn't trust him. So God was unhappy with them and he allowed them to wander for 39 years. Now the people were ready to go in again. But will they actually go in? You'll have to read the book of Joshua to find out. Would they trust him this time? By reading the book of Joshua, you'll see that great things happen when people trust God. I'm in Joshua 1.9, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase today, if you will. Be brave, Joshua. So the Lord's servant Moses died. And afterwards, the Lord spoke to Moses' assistant, Joshua. My servant Moses is dead. You, Joshua are the new leader of the children of Israel. You must lead the children of Israel across the Jordan River into the promised land. The same as I have said to Moses, I now say to you, wherever you go will be part of the land of Israel and no one will be able to conquer you all the days of your life for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will never leave you and I will never stop helping you. And that's the message for you today. God says, I will never leave you and I will never stop helping you. Joshua 1, 5. This is the word of the Lord. He told Joshua, be strong, Joshua, and be courageous. God wants you to be encouraged today, not to doubt him. Don't doubt that he is with you in the heat of battle. He cares for you. His spirit fights for you to win great battles. Joshua tells us how. Be strong and brave. You'll be a great leader of my people and they shall conquer all the land I promised to your ancestors. All you have to do is be strong and brave. You must obey to the letter every law that was given to Moses that he gave you. This is what God said to Joshua. If you are careful to obey every word, you will succeed in everything that you do. Now he's telling them how to get answers to their prayers. He's telling them not only to be brave and strong, but follow the law. Follow the word of God that was given to them through Moses. So he's telling them this is what you must do to succeed in all that you do. He's giving them specific instructions. He's telling us the same thing. If we live according to God's word and we follow his law and remain brave, And courageous, we will succeed in everything that we do. He tells Joshua, always remind the people about these laws. You must think about them every day and night. He's telling them, meditate on the word day and night. For then and only then will you be successful. Now be brave and be strong. But don't ever be afraid or doubt that God is with you wherever you go, Joshua 1.9. So we must meditate on God's word. He's letting them know when you meditate on my word, you draw close to me. Every good and perfect thing cometh down from the Father of light. If you meditate on the good things, nothing can distract you from what God has for you to do. 
Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will never change. It will never pass away. The key that God gave Joshua was meditate day and night and do not let the word depart from your mouth. Draw from it. Meditate on it. Meditate on good things. Think about the good things and don't think about bad things. That's what he was telling Joshua. That was a key to Joshua's victories. We are powerful and Satan doesn't want us to meditate on the good. He wants us to get distracted from God's word and become weak and forget who we are. When we get distracted from the goodness of God, we forget how wonderful he is, how much he loves us, and we become weak and insecure, and we fall into doubt, worry, and fear. And we allow that tormenting spirit of fear into our life. But God doesn't want that for us. He says, meditate on the word both day and night. I'm going to give you some keys to prayer today that are going to take you to a new place. No, stay in the word and persevere in prayer. I want to make a long story short today. I had a desire for my son. Is such a sweet kid. You know, like any son, he doesn't always listen to what I'm telling him. He doesn't want to be the baby son. He doesn't want to be the little brother. He doesn't want to be the youngest. No labeling is allowed with this guy. So he had a decision to make about his career. And, and I, being a mother, I felt like, no, 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 son. Now you're making the wrong decision. Listen to what I'm telling you. This is a shortcut to where you want to go. No, 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 no. I don't know anything. He knew the way. So I stopped talking to him about it. And I began to pray. And I began to cry out to God because I was sure. You see, I knew in my spirit that he was making a, a mistake in his career. So I began to pray and cry to God. And as I cried out to the Lord, I didn't see anything happening. But I prayed and I pleaded with God. But nothing changed. After I prayed time and time again, and I would talk to him a little bit, but he wasn't listening. He was still going his own way. But I continued to pray and I gave up talking to him about it. Well, I prayed for four or five years. I'm not even sure now if it's been five years complete. But this very week, he called me and he said, Mother, you know what? I've changed my mind. You see, God answered after four or five years of prayer. God answered. You see, he had answered all along. I just couldn't see it because in the spirit realm, God had already answered. It just took time for me to see fruition of the prayers. My message to you today is stop crying. God wants you to stop crying and pray. And as you pray, trust him. Stop crying and don't doubt him. Jesus said the words that we need today. And he said them long ago. He said it is finished. It's finished. You see, it's already done. What we need, Christ did on Calvary. It's finished. It's already done. God isn't going to fail you. He sent me with a message for you today. He always sends me with a word for his people. His word today is be bold and be courageous. And maybe you don't need that word personally. But maybe you're walking with someone who's going through something that's so tremendous that it seems as though they cannot withstand under the pressure. 
but advise them to read the book of Joshua and tell them to be bold and to be courageous. For the Lord said, I am with you wherever you go. How can anyone pray for such a long time? I know that's what you're wondering, but I'm about to give you a key to prayer. You see, today your life will be altered through this lesson because I can make just one statement. And if you get a hold of it, it will alter your entire life. Whatever you want in prayer, ask God for it. Whatever it is that you want. If you want to pray three hours a day, tell God. If you want to pray three hours a day and desire to be there in prayer, then that's what you want to ask God for. Tell God, I want to long to be in your presence. Draw me closer to you, Lord. If you want your prayers to move mountains, then tell God that. Tell him exactly what it is that you want. Now watch this because it's vitally important. If you want to grow in prayer and in communion relationship with God, pray this simple prayer. Watch this now. It'll alter your life. Father, give me the spirit of prayer. Father, let your spirit rest upon me and dwell within me. Oh, Father, give me the spirit of prayer. Do you know what will happen when you make that request? When you ask him something like that, God will release the power of the Holy Spirit upon you. Chains will be broken off of people's lives when you pray. Sickness and disease will have to leave. Anxiety, worry, and fear, brokenness will have to go. Because you are asking God for the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember when the disciples received the power of the Holy Spirit. What did Jesus say to them? He said, tarry there until you receive power from on high. I am telling you today that if you ask God to give you the spirit of prayer and cry out to him until you receive it, because once you ask him for it, I promise you in the spirit realm, things begin to change for you. You will be talking to someone and just listening to what they're saying. And the spirit of prayer will rise up from within you and you'll say, can we pray right now? You will have a boldness to pray. Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. I promise you that this is a golden key. You know, one of our listeners from the radio station called the conference line on Saturday morning and joined Joan and I with the family and became a member of Prayer Certain Heavenly Family. And she's begun turning in her prayer request. And last week she turned in a prayer request. Her brother's kidneys had began to fail and they were shutting down. And she got on her phone and she texted me and she requested prayer for her brother who was in the emergency room. And she said, his kidneys are shutting down, Valerie. And I sent that text message out to the prayer group and they began to just text me back. We're praying, I'm praying now, I'm praying. I'm going to the Lord right now. And they began to pray. Do you know on Saturday morning, she came on that conference line and her praise report was, my brother's kidney function was reversed and he is well and healthy and out of the hospital. I'm giving you today a golden key to prayer. Lord, give me 
the spirit of prayer. You're asking him for his presence. You're asking him for the power of the Holy Ghost to move through you. Remember that when the Holy Spirit does the praying, the prayers are answered 100% of the time. As God's people, when we learn to allow the Holy Spirit to do the praying, the prayers are answered. The prayers are powerful and they pierce the darkness and they tear down the kingdom that Satan has built up. And then ask God, Lord, give me your presence. So when I pray for your people, your spirit surrounds them and they feel your presence and deliverance takes place. Lord, give me your righteousness so that my decisions are right and your discernment, the spirit of discernment leads me. Lord, give me your peace. Then you won't find yourself worrying and constantly doubting God. Cry out to the Lord, Lord, give me your peace. We are studying communion this year. And praying like this brings you into a state of communion. Remember that Jesus lived an unbroken communion with God. No one in the entire Bible had the prayer life. That Jesus had. No one's prayer life was greater than his. He prayed before he did anything. Jesus prayed. Now note that as you read about him in the New Testament, as you read the life of Jesus, note that before he does anything, Jesus prays. So often we are told about Elijah's prayer. We are taught about Daniel's prayer. So often we are taught about many of the prophets' prayers. But I want to tell you that no one's prayer life superseded the prayer life of Christ himself in the Bible. He is the master teacher of prayer. Praise God. Jesus prayed for guidance in places of quiet solitude. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went out to a solitary place where he prayed, Mark 1, 35. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed, Luke 5, 16. Jesus prayed for his disciples and for all believers. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. John seventeen eleven. Jesus prayed and praised to God the Father. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, this was your good pleasure. Luke 10, 21. He's praying. Jesus prayed prayers of thanksgiving while they were eating. Jesus took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this. For this is my body. Mark fourteen twenty two. Jesus prayed in a posture and with an attitude of reverent submission. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as your will. Matthew twenty six thirty nine. Jesus prayed in times of anguish. We know in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed at the ninth hour. Jesus cried out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? 
Jesus was constantly in prayer. And he taught us to be careful to obey all of the word of the Lord. Jesus had a prayer life that none could match in the Bible. Obedience gets God's attention. Jesus was obedient to the Father. And you know, there's another man in the book of Job who was obedient, Job himself. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one on earth like him, a man who is blameless and upright, who fears God and shuns evil. This scripture is telling us how to get our prayers answered, how to shake the earth with power, to transform lives. As people see God in our lives, they want to know that same God. God blessed Job. He speaks of Job in an endearing way. Job was a man that God looked upon, and obviously he was pleased with him. He's saying, Satan, take a look. Note this man. In all the earth, there is no man that exists like him. He walks upright before me. He is blameless. Oh, my goodness. God singles out Job and puts him before Satan, saying, Have you considered my servant Job? As we pray and obey God's word, we will walk in power. There is a formula to walk in great power on this earth. And that formula is prayer plus obedience plus giving tithes and offering. That equals power in prayer. I'm going to say it again. Prayer plus obedience to God's word plus giving tithe and offering equals power in prayer. God wants his children to rise up in a way in prayer that's so powerful that it shakes the nation and the nations of the world. And in order to do that, we must walk upright before him. Don't we want God to say to Satan, have you considered my servant? Do you think that God would say that about one of us? Have you considered my servant? Are we walking upright before him? Are we praying prayers and persevering and giving God reverence, respecting him, walking in a place of fear of God? When we walk in fear and give God reverence, we actually walk in authority according to the word of God. When we come before God and we don't come before him empty handed and we give tithes and offering, then God looks upon us. We're walking in obedience to his word. Does God need our money? Does he need tithes and offering? It represents obedience because all that we have, all that we have been given belongs to God. And so what we are actually giving back to him, one, we're walking in obedience and two, we're only giving back to him what is already his. When we refuse to give, when God tells us to give, we are withholding not what is ours, but what belongs to the master himself. God wants you to rise up in authority. He wants your prayer life to ascend to a new level today. Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. Lord, give me your presence so that when I pray for anyone, your presence surrounds them and they are engulfed in the spirit of prayer. 
And your presence is made evident to those for whom I am praying. Lord, give me your righteousness that my decisions are right, that they are pleasing in your sight. Lord, give me your peace. When God gives us his peace, we are no longer walking in doubt and worry and fear. Remember that when we meditate on God's word, we draw close to him. When we meditate on God's word, it causes us to be bold and courageous. Obviously, Joshua was reading the law that Moses was given by God because God reminded him to read the law, to meditate day and night and not to allow it to depart from his mouth. Remember, the Bible says sin crouches at your door and seeketh to overcome you, but it can't overcome you when you are walking according to the word of God. Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.